Okay. Welcome to the first ever episode of Bachelor with Bros. I am your host, Brian Williams, and welcome to a Bachelor podcast from the normal do perspective for someone not affiliated with Bachelor Nation or anything like that, just a guy who likes to show and likes to drink wine with his friends. So we're here to unpack The Bachelor a little bit. Um, we'll be doing a deep dive every week. Hopefully every week. Hey, don't, don't, don't hold me to that. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But that's the plan. Hopefully we have on guests every week as well. But this first episode, this first episode I'll be doing by myself. Just so you get a feel for it and you can just hear me rattle on for about 20 minutes. Since this is the intro episode and there isn't a guest with me. This episode will probably be pretty short. Uh, we did only have introductions. It was the first episode of The Bachelor, so there isn't much to talk about other than the girls and then kind of just Matt's demeanor overall, but we'll get to that. So without further ado, let's dive right in. I'm excited about this season, to be honest. I think this is going to be a spectacular season. I think the producers have come to play, especially from the drop that was last season with Tasha. Um, and Claire, you already come in and you see this fat old matching and you're like, oh, okay. So they really did bring out all the stops versus the La Quinta Inn where everyone was sweating the whole time. So I'm already, I'm already about that life. And then getting to the women, you gotta, you gotta love the diversity to start off with. I mean, this is huge for the program. Um, you love to see it. It is 2021, but Hey, you gotta start somewhere. We'll take it where we can get it. All around, the girls do seem pretty great. Um, a few things to note. Rachel, don't know any of these girls' last names or their initials, unless they have the same name, right? Uh, looks like the girl from Color, maybe. The girl who sang that song. I'm not entirely sure if that's the actual girl. Let me let me say that. I think that's the Color, maybe, girl. It looks like her. Some shit. Something like that. Um, I'm thinking that's her. Rachel gives me the vibe of, like, I'm going to try really hard potentially say what you want to hear and then tell you I love you way too early. It's been one of those things where she's going to tell the producers, you know, uh, off camera or on camera for us that she loves Matt probably three episodes in and then goes around and tells Matt the next episode. And Matt's going to eat that shit up. I can already tell that Matt doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Obviously, this is his first time here. He hasn't done The Bachelorette before. And he's just going to eat whatever these girls tell him. So bold prediction number one, Rachel tells him that she loves him by episode four. You heard it here first. Quote me. Write it down. Um, Kit. Kit's an interesting one. I, I, I will say that. Kit's interesting. Um, recency bias. I'm just off the hills of watching Bridgerton. And I will say that Kit just gives me Bridgerton vibes. She's like the royal elite who have no business even messing around with these people, the common folk. She looks like she's totally out of place, and her parents almost sent her away as a punishment to be on this show. She has no idea who Matt is. She probably never heard of The Bachelor until last week, and this is almost a punishment for her. She's going to get into it with Victoria as early as the next episode. This whole pirate dynamic with Victoria wanting to be a queen and Kit being this princess of royal blood or wherever the case may be, it's, it's going to eat Kit alive. She's not about that life. This is all just about competition for Kit at this point. She's probably going to talk to Matt all of three times and just third drama. 
So we've got we've got the early front runners for villains, Kit and Victoria. It's too easy. There's probably going to be a third one that sneaks in there, but the producers have set it up to where Kit and uh, Victoria will be the two early villains for this. And of course, in Bachelor fashion, one of them will at least get the fantasy suites. That's coming down the road in terms of way too early predictions for fantasy suites and hometowns. And then last girl that really made a note, obviously you can't overlook first impression Rose. Um, Abigail, which, does she, is she short for Abby? Like, are we about to say Abigail this entire season? I know we're one syllable off, but who, who I mean, who goes by Abigail anymore? Um, but her getting the first impression Rose, being the first deaf contestant on the show, um, talk about a trailblazer. Talk about being the first deaf contestant and then also getting the first impression Rose. Let's be honest, she only got it because it, at least from what we saw, she was the only person to get to get a kiss from Matt in that first episode. Maybe that's all you need to do. Maybe you stick your lips in there and throw your tongue down his throat, and you get a first impression, Rose. Who knows? Regardless, she got it. She's safe. And I don't know the, the statistics around this because, like I said, I'm not a Bachelor Nation fanatic, but I wonder what it looks like for every girl or guy that's gotten the first impression, Rose the average span of how long they last. Is she an automatic lock for fancy suites? Automatic lock for hometowns, the bare minimum? I don't know. It would look good. It's good PR. And you know, producers love PR and love drama. So it's like, hey, she may make it even if Matt's just not interested. But, you know, first impression Rose, he's obviously interested at this point. I think about this every first episode. As a bachelor or bachelorette, and you've got 30-plus women or men coming to you, how many of these people's names are you actually memorizing? How many of these people's names do you know once they come off that limo and they're just like, oh, hi, I'm Abby. Oh, hi, I'm Kit. It's like, I have no idea who you are. I just saw 30 people in the span of 15 minutes. You walk into that mansion and you're like, listen, we're going to have to redo this introduction thing because unless you're coming out on your doom buggy or your truck or coming out on your horse like some of these people, there's no chance he remembers you or she remembers you. And it's actually ridiculous. So that's just something I always think about. Just have to throw that tidbit in there. Now to get on Matt himself, this guy's interesting. I'm not, I'm not sure where I fall on Matt at this point. This is to be determined. But the man came out awkward. The man came out real awkward, to say the least. Um, I know he's never been on Bachelor Nation. He's never been on Bachelorette, never been on BIP. And so you got to cut him some slack. And this is me judging from my ivory tower, someone who would never get on the show. Um, and wouldn't even talk about awkward. It wouldn't even be com comparable. But this dude was giving halfway hugs, keeping the leg out a little bit, not really making eye contact. He was a nervous train wreck out there. Um, I don't know if he had just talked to compliance right before he got on. They were just like, listen, you can't get too close to these girls on the first episode. And that's why he was halfway in. But that whole first hour, hour and a half, I was like, Matt, you're going to have to, this is going to be a tough season to watch if you don't pull together. I think he did loosen up a little bit, and hopefully that gets better. But sheesh, tough scene from our boy Matt. Um, overall, though, seems like a good guy. Seems like it's, I mean, it's definitely 
different. I mean, he's the first black bachelor, which he obviously went in a lot. And that's, that's big for the program. 2021 once again, but you take it where you get it. Um, this dude fucking lifts. This dude fucking works out. Obviously this dude can't keep a shirt on. I'm creating a drinking game with myself. Uh, after about the third scene, I was like, okay, how many times can they show this man shirtless? I promised that entire first episode, he was either shirtless or in a tux. There was no in-between for him. I get it. You played football. You played in the NFL, maybe. I don't know, practice squad, whatever the case may be. But try to wear a shirt more often, potentially. I know it's cold, too, so I wonder how they're going to do pool vibes and all that type of stuff. Because they're going to absolutely try to maximize how many times they just have this dude shirtless. So now we're going to segue into way too early predictions. Um, first, we're going to start off with hometowns. I think hometowns is four. You, I've been watching the show enough to know where I, I should know how many people go to hometowns. I believe it's four. We're going to assume it's four. Fuck it. So assuming that hometowns is four, I'm pulling up the pictures now. You can't see me. Oh, by the way, side note. This is only audio this time, but hopefully once we get guests and things of that nature, we'll throw some video on. Uh, but right now, I'm looking at the list of girls. I think this is pre-first row ceremony. So if I'm just saying girls that are already gone, tough. What are you going to do? Um, so my four girls, you got to start easy. Abigail. First impression, Rose, makes out the guy first time. Like I said, good PR, regardless. I say she makes it to, I'm, I say she makes it to, I already forgot what I'm saying. Is this hometowns or fancy suites? Fancy suites is four. Hometowns is three. Nope, flip that shit. Hometowns is four. Fancy suites is three. She makes it to hometowns bare minimum. Has to be top four. Has to be. Second, MJ. That's my dark horse. No really merit behind it. I think there's something about her. I think she's about to I think she's about to pop off. Third, Marie. I think I've been seeing some buzz about Marie on the internet. Um it's hard not to find not to find spoilers in some capacity. So you just got to kind of stay off of it. But something about Marie, I think there's a connection there. Third girl to make it to hometowns. Fourth girl, Rachel. Like I said, she's going to be the, I'm going to try really hard girl. I'm going to drop I love you very early. And Matt's not going to have anything to do but bring her to at least hometowns. So that's my fourth girl. Honorable mention is Kit. I think she's a fighter. I think she's going to figure it out. I think she's going to play the system to where her being a villain it's probably going to get her to hometowns with a bare minimum, even though she has no business being there and the entire audience knows that. It's just PR. Um, but I think there's a good chance that she makes it to hometowns. From there, Fancy Suites, that's a toss-up. I mean, you take away one girl at that point. I don't know. Maybe that's where maybe that's where Abigail makes her leave, unless he's really feeling Abigail. It might be one of those things where – they started off strong. There was instant connection. And then, you know, he couldn't get around to figuring her out and her being vulnerable. That's that's kind of what I'm feeling for Abigail at this point. But she's going to be one of those girls that, ooh, 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 ooh. 
you heard it here first. If Abigail makes it to hometowns and doesn't win the next Bachelorette, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. I don't want anyone to say otherwise. She makes it to hometowns and doesn't win. She will be the next Bachelorette. I'm, I'm, I'm all over this take. I'm absolutely all over this take and I'm documenting it. Um, so there's that. Other than that, that's kind of all I gathered from this first episode. I'm definitely looking forward to listening to the or watching the rest, seeing where it goes, seeing how the season develops. Um, they're still kind of locked down. Obviously, it's quarantine and things of that nature. So hopefully, hopefully, the dates and where they go can be expanded a little bit. I don't know. The previews look like they're kind of going different places. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Looking forward to what those dates look like. But other than that, we'll be staying tuned, seeing what happens, and just being another commentator and drink a wine in the process. So thank you for listening to our first very episode of Bachelor with Bros. Once again, I'm your host, Brian Williams. You can find me on Twitter at BWill for real. Um, you're gonna I'm gonna get that tagged in the show notes. Don't know how to do that yet? No. No. But I'll figure it out. We'll get it figured out, and we'll keep it pushing. All right. Talk to y'all later.